East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I, of course, am Les, and this is my co-host. Mario Kiki, how are you, Leslie? I am so good. How are you? I'm great bothered at the reunion airing because it was, um, you know, part twos are always a bit of a filler, but I still was mm-hmm. on the edge of my seat. Um, I promise to, I promised to stay in my seat, unlike James. <laughs> unlike James, exactly. <laughs> stay in your fucking chair. Oh my God, he was a chaos. You know, I can't decide if he's just, because I feel like he's always been a bit of a loose cannon like that. So it's not really completely out of character, but there's just an added layer of really, like, are you reacting because you're in love with Raquel still? Or are you right? furious but that reunion episode i mean yeah it was some people were speculating that he was allegedly allegedly i say leaving to go do coke in between when he was running off to the bathroom so i (gasps) i'm just saying allegedly i got more of an adderall feeling from him no wonder dory was there you know i was wondering (laughs) why she i'm just kidding no it was andy wasn't andy supplying it to him of course allegedly allegedly kathy griffin That's why they posted a selfie. Oh, it all makes sense. Let's spread the rumors. We just spread gossip here at East and West. We don't fact check. Speaking of gossip, um, I am excited. Orange County comes back next week. Are you excited for our girl Cameron's big return? So excited. I'm proud of her that she learned how to ride a motorcycle too. That's oh my I was just gonna say if you saw the the preview clip, um that really was so good as far as how they're bringing her back, reintroducing her. I've never ridden a motorcycle as an adult. Um, I remember my brother when we were young, he, I think he like sold his car for a moped and my dad was going to kill him. But I, I remember the moped had like a lawnmower noise and that was my only exposure to that. But I saw Tamara kicking ass on that motorcycle and I was a little turned on. I could see why even Andy Cohen's like has expressed a sexual chemistry with Miss Tamara because <laughs> I'm true. like, wow, this girl is hot. But I am excited that OC is back next week. Um, OC is back and somebody that's not going to be back on OC is Miss Kelly Dodd doing what she does best, talking shit about people that are on the show still. She just can't shut it. She said that Tamara is cunning. <laughs> oh my God. And Tamara said, or she's alleging that Tamara called her back and said, they need you back. The producer is saying they want you back, that they want you back even as a friend of. And Kelly's saying that they didn't like her, which is probably true. But then she's saying that producers called her and she's saying that Tamara's one of those cutting people. She used to be friends with her, but then she threw her under the bus at BravoCon because an audience member said, fuck Kelly Dodd. So <laughs> I I don't know if Kelly Dodd will ever have a redemption season because she was one of the personalities fired in the 2020, you know, when Bravo was doing the performative firing, I'm just going to call it what it is, um, mm-hmm. during during the social activism. And so when they fired Jax and Stassi and Kelly, and so it felt very like, oh, we'll cater to the audience and get rid of, but Kelly was really, really She's obvious. just a nasty person. I'm sorry. I, why no, am I sorry? Sure. I'm not sorry. She just is. <laughs> No, because Kelly would was blatant with her ignorance. And so that's why I don't think I not to defend anybody else, but they weren't as 
brazen with how hatred no you know what i mean so she puts it all out there so i don't know if she'll ever get a redemption season based on this but i don't know if i believed her that Tamara would call her and tell her that shit but anyway um the trailer looked good i hope you guys are ready for orange county we will be covering it we're gonna have a busy week next week i told leslie listen we we are we have Atlanta, we have Jersey, we have Pump Rules, and we have the premiere of Orange County. Orange County. Woo! So Which night is that? Orange next County? Wednesday, next Wednesday, Wednesday before part three of the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Oh my God, it's going to be one long night. Oh my God, I'm stretching already. I need to just take time off work. Um, Andy Cohen was defending Tom, actually. I don't know if you saw this interview he did. Uh, He he was on a podcast recently. I think that was what it was. And so he said, Tom made a mistake he'll probably regret for the rest of his life. He's still a person, though, and it's out of control. The hate is out of control. I hope it's kind of dying down for his sake because he's a real person. He did something really stupid and hurtful and asinine, but Mm -hmm. he he didn't kill anyone. He didn't commit a crime. Um, I have been sort of saying this from the beginning. I mean, I'm glad we have a pod now because you all can refer back to the Scandival episode <laughs> when I sat here and said, um, people are acting like somebody was murdered. Like lunatics. Let's, yeah. Let's relax. Was I shocked? Yes. I still get kind of shocked when I relive it on the reunion, but mm-hmm. I do agree with Mr. Cohen here. It's very much giving like, same. Oh, it's a lot. And I think with the vitriol, it sort of overwhelms audience members and they just sort of, I've been feeling a little oversaturated with the Scandaball stuff because I'm like, oh my God, it's everywhere. No, it's everywhere. Every two seconds, everybody talks about it. Even people that you don't think are going to talk about it, talk to me about it. And I'm like, well, I I don't know what to tell you. One of my best friends who has never uttered the word Vanderpump Rules to me texted me the other day. I had to make sure it was her because she said, I'm watching the <laughs> Vanderpump Rules reunion. And I was like, excuse me? Like, Do what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, I felt a little territorial. I'm like, this is my turf. Like, this is my niche obsession. Why are you all of a sudden? Right. No, but I do feel like there are a lot of interviews and now there's like promos for randoms of their friends giving podcast interviews. And it's just like, it's when is the cow going to be done getting built because at some point bravo fans love to love but they love to hate you even more right you know the the tides might turn on ariana if people because somebody people were tweeting me little me randomly saying people are forgetting what ariana did and people are forgetting that ariana was the other woman and i'm just like no i've been saying that too i remember but oh my um, god how many times do i have to explain it to you people it is not the same thing and by you people, I mean you dummies. I'm sorry. It is not the same thing. I this know. Friends. Oh, my God. It's exhausting to, like, uh, but I'm just more nervous that people are going to, like, turn on everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like they should have let the reunion speak for itself. Once all episodes aired, then, like, get a follow-up going. But right. What do I know? We just give free consulting. Hopefully after yeah. next week, we'll be maybe done for a little bit. Maybe. I think, well, I think they're going to do a lost episode or something. Like they are oh, milking. Of course they are. I know. It's it, lost footage. I mean, most people don't watch those, but because I will of the, be watching it. I was going to say, most people don't. <laughs> I, you know, right. you know I'm going to watch. You right. know I'm watching. We are not most people. 
we are not most people, darling. And so the before we get into the recap, um, Real Housewives made headlines. Real Housewives of Atlanta made headlines this week for all the sad reasons um, uh. because it hit a ratings low. Um, 657,000 people watched this past season's episode or this past Sunday's episode. Um, yeah, that's got to be the lowest. I had. think, well, somebody on Twitter posted that this is numbers that are aligned with like Dallas. <laughs> oh my God. That's not good. Cause Atlanta always stands on its own. I feel like so. I mean, Atlanta was the number one rated show. It just feels very i don't know what i cannot explain it like it needs something different because the cast chemistry yeah. feels off to me courtney came out of nowhere i don't know who she is yeah, now they're who trying to is this girl she's trying way too hard with marlo it's very clear that she was brought on as a friend to marlo and she's right. filling that role it doesn't feel yep. natural it doesn't feel organic mm -hmm. i'm trying to give sonya a second full chance i just cannot take her seriously um she i sonya's too aware she's a better athlete than a reality star like i just don't think right. that sonya i don't know what it is um and then this was a whole second episode where there was no drew uh whether it was covid yeah. or and then candy was gone the entire episode like and then what's up with everybody getting a freaking confessional like everybody like i've seen confessionals. I yeah i mean unnecessary the the hotel concierge had a confessional this week. I was just like, what the hell is going on this week? Because everybody had a confessional. I don't remember who everybody is because there's been so many confessionals from like Sonia's family. And I recognize right. Monietta at this point, but then there's Courtney and like everybody's giving confessionals. It feels very unorganized and forced. chaotic and yeah. forced. And it's and not clicking. It's not, they're not clicking with each other. There's something not right. There's something there. I don't know if it needs a full reboot. Like I said last week or whenever I said it, I mm -hmm. I do think I do miss the energy that Portia brought. And, you Absolutely. know, even though Cynthia wasn't like the exciting housewife, um, you know, Bravo fans do this. We're like, oh, get rid of her. And then they get rid of them and we're like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, bring her back. Bring her back. Cause Cynthia was a good balance. And right now there's no like balance, like, Usually Candy is like the calming force, but this year she's been activated and yelling and trying to like bump people's heads. And so yeah, no, now I'm I like, know. oh my God, like who, like these women, I don't know. Um, I do love Sonia's mom. Yes. I mean, she's adorable. I her was living for her in this last episode. I'm trying to remember what she was doing. I was just like, like she's so cute. Love her. Love her. Well, let's just get into Atlanta. We'll cover it briefly here. It wasn't, it was more exciting. I mean, listen. I'm an objective fan. I, I try to, we try to be as objective as possible. We um, this is only episode four, so we're still getting the ropes in, but it just, I don't know. I'm never wrong about my hunches or something off there, yeah. but, but we'll see if it improves. Um, this episode starts with Kenya is getting Monietta to help her choreograph a dance number for this HBCU game. Right. Um, Kenya says she wants to redeem herself from BravoCon. Now in Kenya's defense, <laughs> <laughs> me and you were at BravoCon. I don't remember her doing terrible. Like, I don't remember. No, me neither. Yeah, like. At I remember, all. I remember we had fun and we saw that performance they showed. And But once they do, like, the, the slow footage, I was like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, yeah that and they were, well, we didn't see it from that angle that they showed us on the show. Like, we were up, remember? We were, like, back and up a little. So we were just 
head on. And when they showed the side angle of her and you see Joe Gorga like cracking up, like I need to go back and pause and like look at all the faces. It was so I know. funny. I mean, I just remember, I mean, I remember that performance and then I remember, we just had a lot of fun. So, I mean, in Kenya's defense, it was more uh, entertaining in person. So, I mean, I'm glad she does want to improve it. And Moneta <laughs> shared that she got to dance with Prince during her career. I thought that was Yes, um, I, I liked that. I know. And then the new boy that Kenya has in her life calls. She swears he's just a friend. She's been trying to make, or she's been trying to divorce Mark since 2019. Why does, like, what is going on? I wonder what he's asking for. I, and that's what she said. She's like, I don't know what else he wants. He just reviewed this to sign the paper to divorce. And so yeah. we get a little bit of a scene of Mama Sharon, uh, who's Sonia's mom. Yes. Um, mom. Her mama tells Sonia that she's self-centered. Um, <laughs> that they help her so much. And Sonia tells them that she doesn't want to hurt their feelings. It was a little bit of a filler, just updating us about Sonia's right. career. Marlo and her nephews go do a cute little uh, Halloween shoot and they're getting their makeup done. She wants her record expunged because she wants to buy a gun after an attempted break-in. Um, I do, you know, I want to complain to whoever I did is to keep bringing Courtney <laughs> back because Courtney has the most, I don't have a soothing voice, but I'm not on national television. She has like the most annoying voice ever. Um, yeah. Her her only connection to the cast is Ralph and who's probably going to be gone after this season. So I can't, oh, thank God. can't quip enough. Um, Marlo then gets deep and shares a story of when her nephew was shot by the roommate. Yeah. Marlo, Marlo feels that Candy has never acknowledged it after he used to work at her restaurant. Marlo thinks that Candy is selfish and throws out Marlo's past whenever they're called to called out. Marlo says that she's glad Courtney's helping her to get her record expunged because Candy has never helped her or tried to help her. I don't know why Marlo is so fixated on Candy. Like, I feel... I don't know. And I, I feel like Candy did the right thing, probably, and probably did reach out. I feel like, didn't they show something where they were, like, on the phone? Like, I don't know what it was, but I don't feel she would be malicious that way. And that's the thing. And even Andy said in his book that he felt Marlo was doing way too much last season, which mm -hmm. it feels, and you do see that feeling of contriveness with Marlo. Like it feels like she knows she's on the show. She knows she has to do something. She's looking for a moment. Right. Um, that's so what she it, was a better friend of, in my yes. opinion. I'm not sure she should hold that peach because she was better as like that wacky friend with her, all of her designer stuff and like whatever. I am not sure I want to see everything with her. No, and it just feels very forced. And I think when they gave her that peach, um, she felt like she had to step it up even more. And now she has mm -hmm. to do, you know, because last season I did agree. She was doing a lot. Um, it didn't feel organic, but, you know, it just it doesn't come off authentic. Like her anger right. at Candy doesn't feel genuine. I'm not saying it's not. It just feels put on for the show. Like Agreed. Because if because I don't think her nephew died recently or like when they weren't filming like it, it it's been no, a while I several think. years ago or a few years ago or yeah so why happened. didn't this why didn't this come up before like I don't know it just feels right. very aligned with made this, up uh, yeah with yeah with Not the filming up, but like yeah yeah like oh it's story storyline time reason right um being a woman is hard Cherie is visiting her gynecologist about her fibroid tumors Cherie has a lot of pain and she says she needs to protect her vagina because Martel has a big dick <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, and then they flash to a picture of him in his underwear, and she <laughs> is absolutely right. 
I mean, I still need proof, but you know, a, a good bulge is a good bulge, <laughs> and we appreciate a good bulge. Um, but she is we concerned do. about removing her uterus because if she can't have her uterus, she won't have sex for six weeks or work out. And she says those are two of her favorite things. I mean, I don't like working out, but the other one, yes, I would be devastated for if I could not do it for six weeks. Just so then we get a little bit of more of Sonia. Then they talk about the she's on the photo shoot. She's on her own. She says her brother-in-law has quit. I get bored with Sonia scenes. I'm sorry, I have to say it. They're I just, very um, boring. They feel like they're, filler. They're like <clears throat> anyway. I don't care about her whole family working for her. It's boring. It's yeah. It's no. I don't care either. Uh, the ladies are taking a cast trip to Birmingham. Kenya is uh, <laughs> in charge. She has a time counter because she has to be there at a specific time. She said. Mm -hmm. Candy can't come because she's receiving an award for another commitment. Drew is at home with the flu. Marlo gets there. And that's, I mean, she, it's very clear that's where the drama is going to come from. Right. Um, Kenya tells the ladies that they are first going to a dance class. And then they're going to go to a fabulous charity event later in the evening. The worst part, though, is that Kenya and Marlo were both, like, endlessly hacking in the bus. Like, it was so, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I cannot, like. I know. Even pre-COVID, that would be grossing me out. But now that we live in a, such a different, like... I know. Ugh. No. Mm -mm. I, it, it just was very, like, they were both... I don't know if they were, like, out coughing each other or what the hell that was about. But it was just... I, I no, was that a, was not. That was very unpleasant. Like, y'all are sitting in a little box coughing each other. Right. Um, it felt random that Sonia asked everybody about eating booty. And Kenya admits <laughs> to eating booty before. And I'm like, I had never thought that Kenya would be eating ass ever. No, I, no me neither. I don't need to know. Uh, uh, I know I've said this before, but I don't like to picture my wife being sexual. Like, I know. Like, I don't need I know. to know they eat ass or nothing like that. <laughs> they do. That would have been good. If Candy would have been there, that would have made for a better conversation, though, I feel oh like. Oh, my so. God. Candy's, Candy's tongue would have popped Candy's out like, a freak. like the yeah. fucking venom from Spider-Man and just be like. Argh. Yes. No. We love Candy. It's a freak. Um, they're going to do a dance called Bucking, and she shares that, Kenya shares that she and Monyet are going to judge a buck off for the best dancer, and the best dancer gets the best room at the hotel. Mm -hmm. um, randomly, probably production told her, Kenya realizes that Courtney's ex, Bryce, was in a movie with her, but she would not answer the producer if she asked if she had <laughs> dated him in the past. Um, Kenya and Marlo are already getting started at the hotel. Kenya calls Marlo a clown. Marlo's complaining because of her baby-sized <laughs> bottle of champagne. That was so funny. <laughs> she said the champagne was too small. Um, it's not Marlo, even good champagne. It's not, yeah. And then, I mean, it was pretty funny that Cherie said that she got the alleged biggest room, but that room was looked so tiny. I don't know where they were. Yeah. No shade to Birmingham, but that was a sad <laughs> little... I, I was like, I'm not oh. I'm sure if there's okay. like a Ritz in Birmingham. I have no idea. <laughs> maybe that is their ritz you know what i'm saying maybe um monietta gets the stink eye from kenya because she comes downstairs in her sparkled booty shorts kenya insists <laughs> tells monietta you have to change that outfit is not appropriate darling and you know to monietta's credit she offers to change but kenya right. refuses to wait for her um and so monietta will catch up with them with sonia and marlo Kenya keeps reminding everyone that this is a classy upscale event. The <laughs> ladies arrive and it is not what Kenya was described. I was laughing. <laughs> Cherie thinks the van dropped them off at the wrong location. Oh my God. Everybody just wanted to take pictures with them. That was exactly. And talk to them. 
like it was hilarious that they even showed that like they all they were everybody was fanning out and they left it in there like oh my god these girls are here and um it was funny when sonia said that the way kenya described it they thought they were going to the met gala and i know marla called kenya a low rent carrie bradshaw <laughs> and then they get kicked out yeah, production tells Kenya that the event organizers don't want them there anymore because they are distracting everybody. Um, they head back to the hotel and call it a night. But Marlo is not done Marloing up. Her and the other ladies go to Kenya's room, and Marlo claims that winter is coming. She starts pounding and kicking Kenya's door. No, no, that, that's that, where, right there. Uh-uh. You do mm -hmm. not do that. I don't care if there's a kid in the room, not a kid in the room. No. If I am in my hotel room and somebody is pounding at the door, I am calling security. <laughs> yes. And then who you are. Kenya lost her shit and she starts screaming that her baby's in the room. Mm -hmm. She calls Marlo a psycho effing asshole and tells her that she's going to call the police. That's when we get it to be continued. The episode, for, okay. I mean, in spite of the last two minutes, it was a pretty non-eventful episode again. Did we um, need it to be continued on this? No, one? but no. I mean, no. the only thing Bravo likes more than a, it's it just exactly. A, yeah. And listen, it may be Memorial Day weekend impacted the ratings. Six hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars viewers is very low, but mm -hmm. and then you know ratings are measured differently. I'm trying to give my girls the benefit of the doubt because yeah. something has to be done. I don't know what we want as fans. I know Andy claims that there's like focus groups and stuff. Can y'all invite me? Because at this point, I'm a veteran. We know what we need, but not for Atlanta. Y'all can Well, do you ever participate in the viewer's voice? I do, but I never qualify. <laughs> I know. It always <laughs> tell me, sorry. Like, I think I'm too old. <laughs> exactly. Once you hit that little age box, they're like, no, nope, we don't care about I you. Know. I know. I know. I am in the viewer's voice, actually. That's funny. Um, when I did the survey for BravoCon, I put, can we have it in Vegas? So that's my impact. Thank oh, you. Oh, that's good. I did answer that I would travel anywhere to it. <laughs> in Vegas, exactly. Miami. Like, have, have we met? I did say there were like any other BravoCon feedback. I was like, why don't y'all have each city where there's a housewife city host it? Like Miami, New York. Yeah, uh, I like Beverly that too. Hill, like LA, you know, uh -huh. somewhere just to like right. spruce it around. Right. Just get us all over the damn country. I don't know if I'd go to Jersey, but it'd be cute. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's right by New York. So I guess. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. See, um, but see how see how non-eventful Atlanta is. We got more excited about BravoCon than this non-eventful. I know. I'm sorry. Well, one of the things that I suggested since they had the blow dry bar is that they also have a makeup, like a glam makeup station, because mm -hmm. the lights for the pictures, I looked so crazy compared to them with their full <laughs> hair and makeup, and I'm just for like, sure. like, I need better makeup. And I oh will have God. Glam Squad come to my hotel room in Vegas at like 8 a.m. just to do my eye makeup for me because I looked crazy in those pictures. You looked okay. fabulous, but you know, it is what it is. But I think that it's been an improvement year by year because 2019, though, they had no lights or nothing. It was dark pictures. It yes. was so 2022. Yeah, it was definitely very strange. The photo ops were all in one little room. Was, oh yeah. Was, uh, I love that. I love that we'll always good. have the first Bravo contest. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, uh, we'll only take a break and we'll come back. We have two reunions to get through, pump rules and jersey. So let's take a quick little break and we'll be right back. Right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
everybody. Welcome back. We have just finished discussing this week's Atlanta and a little gossip, and we're going to head on over to Hollywood now, West Hollywood, that is, for the Pump mm, Rules Reunion Part 2. There's something about them, isn't there? But um, Yes, there is. So uh, part two begins with Ariana still going in on Sandoval and James still booing. (laughs) Boo! 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 Favorite part, favorite part. Uh, And then James, of course, storms off while Sandoval and Lala argue. And Sandoval tells Lala that she's a narcissist and she pulled her IUD out the day Stassi announced she was pregnant. What a sleaze bag. Hold on. I must admit my ignorance. What exactly did that comment mean? Was he like coming for her? Was he implying that she was so narcissistic that she wanted to compete with Stassi's pregnancy? Was Okay. I thought that's what he meant. But because people were furious on Twitter and I felt so stupid and left out because I'm like, well, I don't know exactly what that meant. Yeah, like she couldn't take it that Stassi you know, was pregnant and maybe getting attention for that. And so she just decided she needs to get pregnant immediately too, which I don't think is true. And he's a scumbag. Uh, So then James uh, apologizes when he comes back for getting up the 500th time. And Andy just tells him to stay in his fucking chair, which rightfully so rightfully so Uh, Lala and Andy talk about Randall and the new documentary. Did you watch it? I can't bring myself to watch it yet. I watched it. How was it? It was good. I feel like we knew a lot of the stuff. Some of it we didn't. Uh, he grew up in Miami, which I knew. Um, mm. His mom is actually part of this Pinecrest Marketplace like shopping group that I'm in. And she posts really <laughs> funny stuff like about her husband and what she's selling. But like he went to New World School of the Arts, which is like a performing arts high school here. Um, and he just is as sleazy my he's as sleazy as we thought he was my take i mean he's unfortunate he's always kind of giving me the ick and i always thought lala was way too pretty for him but you know i just haven't been able to sit down and like because i never really cared for him or lala frankly but i do feel bad for all the shit lala is going through lala actually i feel she's grown up and evolved a little bit and i feel that's good I'm giving in term, <laughs> yeah, in terms of like who's the least in my hierarchy of who I hate, it's yeah. probably. She, I mean, she's not. I don't hate her the most, but I don't like. Love I mean, her. she's a little <laughs> extra for me sometimes. Yeah, but like, I don't. I feel she's learned. She's learned as she she's goes along, and there were just like revelations about how when her baby was born, he just was not involved like at all. And her mom was in the documentary, and her mom was so sad for her, just the way that she had nobody. He wasn't helping. He would just leave. Like was Lala interviewed for the documentary or yes. those clips from her podcast? Yeah. No. Oh, she, she was, was in the documentary. Okay. Yeah. Because I just saw I see clips on the trailer and I didn't know if that was like her podcast clips or something. But, right. Um, oh, okay. So Andy mentions how Ocean hasn't been on the show this season, and then she lets us know that Randall uh signs a document that said she can't appear um on camera, no photos of her, no nothing. Uh, they dish about Randall for a bit, and Lala tells us what a terrible person he is um, and that she's learned so much in her four years of sobriety and will no longer fall for things that are too good to be true. You think? I mean, which is good. And then the, yeah. I was kind of shocked when she said four and a half years. That's when I Googled her age. And it did make Randall even – it makes 
more icky because she was like in her mid twenties, you know? know. And I thought because of like her LA appearance and I'm not, I don't know, I'm not even saying she looks super old, but I thought she was just older. And so um, when I saw that she was only 32, I'm like, Oh my God. So she was like, mid 20s when she met this older yeah she was like a baby yeah so yeah that's like super young to be or involved with somebody so sketchy so i I, you know that's why i do give her grace in that regard but she just she's still good at something well she tells us in this episode also how they met (laughs) at sir at sir and he had his assistant come over and get a name and number or whatever like ugh He's mm. just, yeah. And evidently he was a big fan of Vanderpump Rules. So that's, I know, of course, much like probably... somebody else we know on Jersey of that um... show. But look at that answer. <laughs> oh, these fanboys. Oh my God. So anyway, they break for lunch and Schwartz decides to do some push-ups. That was so stupid. I'm sorry. He's such a clown. He's he like... wants to be the cute dork and Ooh. I'm going to... I'm going to yeah, call out my, my friend, Fam, who thinks she's he's cute. And I'm like, Fam, you're a doctor. Stop. You're smarter than this. You're better than this. You're educated. He is not cute. He's I'm gross. over him. Yeah. <laughs> For, sure. For uh, sure. Sandoval goes to visit Rachel in her trailer, trailer, which is exactly 100 yards away from Sheena. Um, and mm. basically all they do is talk shit about everybody while they're in there. And there's like zero remorse from either. They complain that everybody is making them out to be pathological liars making them out to be does anybody haven't they done that themselves <laughs> to make them out to be i have to laugh just because they're sitting there wondering how everybody would have the audacity to attack them and so um i know that little i mean i mean at least Sandoval got his steps in because having to walk 100 yards was just oh my uh, god a journey well she questions him about the inconsistencies and in his story about his relationship with Ariana because he's clearly like, obviously there was a, a disconnect and I was listening. Did you listen to her on the call her daddy podcast? I listened to that today. No. How was that? I forgot. It was I... good. I mean, it was informative. A lot of the stuff we already know. Um, yeah. I saw that it was two hours and I'm like, Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just kind of listening to it while I was like getting dressed yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever, but, uh, nothing that I'm trying to, nothing too revealing. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Revealing. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, um, I don't know. My point was about that. Cause I don't remember, but it, I mean, it was good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. What else happened? Well, Sandoval, because Raquel did say in this scene that she didn't like how it's coming across that they were better than what he had told her. And so he tries to back. Well, he tries to backpedal and explain to Raquel that Ariana tried talking down to him and he would almost look like he was going to break down laughing because even he doesn't believe himself. It was so sick. It was. Right. I know was clearly lying to her in this scene and he's like trying to think of something but she's not even blinking and I know. I know that I know that me and you have texted about this but I genuinely believe something is like off with her like off I'm not a her? I'm yeah. not a professional like there's some sort of my doctor friend who, who I'm going to refer to again um she's I asked her I'm just like hey do you think there's something wrong and she said no I just think she has like a personality disorder maybe and so she referenced histrionic and so I looked up histrionic 
And yeah. so histrionic personality disorder. Now this is all conjecture and gossip and tr it's not true. It's all alleged, but it's right. a mental, it's a mental health condition that affects the way a person thinks, perceives and relates to others. Right. And, and so I'm like, well, I mean, that's a very general, like, assessment for something that we see that's obviously edited down but there is something off with her reactions the way she laughs when she's not supposed to the way she doesn't seem to show remorse it's not normal yeah it's not like there's something off there there's something missing yeah like there's a few light bulbs off in that head honey because i'm just like and then she's sitting there saying that her entire character's in question. And I'm like, uh -huh. what character do you have left at this point? Like, you are I just. Know. I know. I'm like, really? Of course they're questioning your character. You have mm. none. There is. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was weird. And she just like has this weird little smile and this like vacant look in her eyes. It's odd. Um, one thing that I did write down, I went back in my phone and I'm looking right now is that Ariana told said on this podcast that she believes, and I don't remember, I think she said this maybe in last week's episode, I forget that he, she definitely believes that he left their bed that, that they went into together at night to go to sleep and went to the guest bedroom and fucked Rachel. Lack of a better so, way to explain it. Yeah. I can't imagine the ick of yes. knowing that your boyfriend of nine years is in the next room plowing your best friend. Like that is just, see, yeah. and like I said, the reaction is a lot from fans. Don't threaten nobody, but it's still sick. It's gross. Like that is just gross. It's I don't sick. even like to hear my roommate have sex. No, I'm just kidding. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, we can, we can have a reaction and be shocked by it, but we don't have to act like psychos. And then, you know, don't be doing threaten the things nobody. That some people are doing. I mean, it's that's a little much, people. Get exactly. another hobby. Exactly. Um, so the rest of them are hanging out, uh, having lunch, and they're being filmed. And Sandoval demands to stop filming to have a real talk with Rachel. And the producer Patrick tells him that when people are together, the cameras are rolling and he freaks out and says, no, that he needs a break right now. And he's yelling at Patrick and Rachel, the lunatic is just sitting there smirking. Like that was intense. It was intense. I and I, I feel betrayed by Bravo that we don't get more of Patrick because that man was gorgeous. <laughs> and I'm just, I was so distracted by how gorgeous he was. And I'm like, Oh, keep yelling at him. Keep yelling. At him. No, well, but Tom was just ridiculous. It's like, bro, like, this is why people accuse you of coaching them because I now know. why did you not want to be on camera? I just loved actually how unbothered was uh, Patrick was. <laughs> Sandoval oh yeah. Yelling at him. He could care. You less. know, like... this is not the first time that Sandoval has lost his mind with him like that because he had no reaction. So yes. Yeah. Was, you know. I know he's like, go ahead, get some lunch. Um, so they return to the stage and Allie joins the group and we hear all about how James and Allie met and Andy asked Allie if she watched the show beforehand and she said she binged it during COVID and Andy wants to know if she saw any red flags with James mm. there. Um, and Maybe she... her favorite color is red. <laughs> I know. And so um, she definitely did not like some of the things that she saw. And then Andy asked LVP if she thinks that James was over Rachel fully when he met Allie. And she thinks the rejection and hurt were still present, leading him to becoming so upset this entire season. 
And mm. she is like saying how she's a mother figure to him. She, I'm sorry. And I'm not sorry. Okay. Why do I keep saying I'm sorry? <laughs> I am not sorry. She annoyed the crap out of me in this episode. She was very condescending to Lala. Like at one point, oh, I like it when you're this way and not so angry. And that like, well, oh my God, shut up. One lady. of my favorite, one of my favorite parts was when LVP told James that he slept with Kristen to get on the show. To get on the show. And James retorts and says, uh, you should actually be thanking me, Lisa, because I mm -hmm. gave your show storylines. And I'm just like, oh, shit. I know. You know, as the years pass by, these kids are just done dealing with Lisa Vanderpump. They're probably like, she won't, she can't fire me anyway. So, and P.S. Um, I don't think she's old. I know I just called her old lady. She's only what, like 12 years older than me or 11 years older than me, but she's just acting so like, I know we know love it all. I can't take we it. We can acknowledge LVP's contribution to the pop culture world that is Bravo, but she can still get on our last freaking nerve. Oh, yes. So, um, they go over what James allegedly said to Rachel's dad to like upset him so much. And then James tells us that Rachel's mom allegedly said to him, um, she asked him if his, he was circumcised. Ooh. I mean, what, that's like, and at the dinner table, apparently this was. What the so hell we, were they having for dinner that that's from? Yeah. Where that prompted the question. It's like, Lovely. oh, okay. Were they having like yeah. a hot dog? And she just thought, oh, are you circumcised? Uncircumcised? Right. I know. I, it, uh, I've never been asked that by an older woman or a mother figure. So I could just think that. But you know what? I do like that Ali said that the word fat shouldn't be used as an insult ever. Oh, yes. I because agree. that is James's go-to. Anytime somebody annoys him, he's like, you're fat ass, you fat ass. And I'm like, that is so cheap. That is like, true. You're right. He does. Yeah. He, that his, is his like cheap his, shot of choice. His cheap shot. Because even when he was arguing with Schwartz, he's like, oh, you fat ass. Don't take off your shirt. And they did really quickly put like a scene of Schwartz saying, oh, he said that to me too, like about being fat. So. Sandoval, it just to me, it's like cheap when you're arguing with anybody and they just say, "Oh, well, at least I'm not fat." And I'm like, "Okay, well, that has no nothing. attacking somebody's looks or doing something like that is just somebody that's like too. St I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. I <laughs> I do enjoy James, but it's just you know you're too stupid to come up with a more intelligent insult. Exactly, like some people call it body shaming. Some bodies are ashamed, but we are not going to weaponize them. Okay, <laughs> we are not going to weaponize. No weaponizing. Do not weaponize my flabby skin and back fat. I am who I am. Exactly. So moving along, uh, LVP chimes in and she says that James is way better off not drinking and that when he drinks too much, he causes utter devastation. Sure. <laughs> so let's so let's keep giving him alcohol on camera then. Let's, I know. Let's let's know. keep doing that. Let's Please just do. keep doing that. And Sandoval at this point starts to tell a story of James at a gig with him in Atlantic City, and James was belligerently drunk, he says, and smacked the waitress on the ass. And Lala tells the Toms not to be hypocrites because they drink just as much as Sandoval or they drink just as much. And then Sandoval responds with, I don't run around smacking girls on the ass, to which Ariana responds with, no, you just fuck my friends. <laughs> that was gold. Ariana is quick. And because he has no other comeback, he just says that the affair is going to be his, her get out of jail free card for everything. Right. It's, like, it's irrelevant. Back and then James back. says, yes, it is. It's the card for, it's the card of the year, you mustache prick. 
You mustache warm bitch. He does not like that mustache. I know that mustache is very triggering to uh, James. And my theory is that James can't grow one uh, because his body's very smooth and he has no hair. And he has like light hair too. Yeah, so to oh, me it's my like my son has like a full beard and he has light hair. So I don't know. Yeah, I but don't know. Yeah. Maybe James is just too he's not able to produce a mustache. I've never been able to produce a mustache myself. I've never I don't remember the last time I touched this little peach fuss up here. But um <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm like, are you so fixated on the stash because you can't grow one? Is that what's I going know. on here? Yeah. And after he calls him a mustache prick, James's exit stage right again. <laughs> again uh, again when he comes back he reveals that he's in therapy and it's helping him with his anger um he fills us in on the new house he just purchased so mazel tov good for him <laughs> of course it's in the valley with the rest of them <laughs> yeah um and katie and tom fight over brock in the next little scene and she tells him that he is a serial killer's wet dream because he's friends with everybody because apparently I, you know, he defended Brock over Katie and, but I feel like he did that with her all the time. He was always yeah. on everybody else's side and not she, That's always been her complaint with him is that yeah. he's never supported her and just giving right. her what she, it reminded me of Jennifer Aiden and her husband, how she always feels like he doesn't support her or have her back. Right. So right. That's the, the parallels of like non-supportive marriage are kind right. of there. Yeah. And then he tells her she diminishes all of his friendships. Um, he's got a lot of friendships. I, I kind of agree with her. Um, and then LVP, I just felt like I was saying before, was just being too motherly and annoying to everybody. She's like so it's like almost like she felt like she was the co like host of this. Just the way she's yeah. sitting with Andy. I she just bothered me and the crazy thing was sandoval did you notice him the whole time when they would flash to him he was rolling his eyes like a nutbag at Absolutely. everybody everybody like anything he, anybody said he just felt so i mean obviously he's on the defense but i mean not everything has to i don't know maybe he enjoyed i told you that i think him and rachel are liking the attention a lot so yeah as much both- as a want to pretend that they don't it feels very yeah yeah. she she's more obvious with like her smiles and stuff but he's not like you know right so then andy asked sheena about the restraining order and what happened um and she's not allowed to discuss what happened that night um because of the legal ramifications and andy asked sandoval who pauses dramatically and he's like I thought my freaking TV froze. I did too. I was like, I'm turning up the volume. I'm like, hello. Like, I'm like, did my shit freeze? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. So he pauses dramatically and says he's between a rock and a hard place. And then they tell him to shut up then if he doesn't (laughs) think he should say anything. Like, hello. But he says he doesn't want to upset his relationship with Sheena, to which Ariana says, you don't have one, you idiot. And then he says that he wants to tell the truth and that he hears Sheena or he heard Sheena on Ariana's phone on speaker saying, I punched that bitch in the face, which again, let me refer you back to Sheena's nails. (laughs) And I think that Sheena was probably just really upset. Um, She said, of course she did. I not that I'm, ever going to believe everything Sandoval ever says again but I think that maybe she was really angry and she used the word punch but I don't think she thought Raquel would ever like 
go to the police or file a restraining right. order or um because sheena admitted in the finale that she did push her but i think when her. She, right because like maybe when she was on the phone she did say i punched her you know so maybe know. who knows they all say she didn't say it um andy talks about sheena and rachel's friendship asks if they'll ever be friends again she says never obviously and then uh, when asked if she was suspicious of them, she says that once people started telling her things and she put two and two together, she did get suspicious and sat Ariana down at lunch off camera and told her of her suspicions. But Ariana didn't believe it. And I mean, at that point, what is she going to do? She trusts her boyfriend and she trusted Rachel. Um, and it, we find out later that she also sat down with Sandoval, too, and asked him, and of course he lied, but that was probably better for her because she did not want to be the one that had to bring that information to Ariana. No, and one thing sure. now that I'm thinking about, about that podcast, the Call Her Daddy podcast, she said that she was happy she found out that way and that it wasn't them sitting her down like they had supposedly planned to do before the reunion, which I think is a load of shit. For and. Sure. I just think it was better she found out that way, for sure. She felt like she said just she's not religious, but she felt it was a divine act that she found out that way. No, for sure. Somebody the, wanted her to know. The way she found out is insane. The fact that, like, she just opened the phone and it was all there. It's still, ugh. Right. I can't. And then that revelation about how at Coachella, he told Rachel that they were in an open relationship and was coming onto her in the hot tub. But he was probably just saying that because he wanted to plow her at that point. It's so right, close, right. You know? He denies it, obviously. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, Andy asks if Ariana was hiding their relationship problems over the years. And she says, no, he disagrees. He blames it all on her, basically, saying she's the one who wants to hide their issues. She completely overrules that. She's discussed all her problems on the show. We do know about all of her issues. We really don't know what his problem is i mean we do now but i'm like we know he is a problem <laughs> we know now we don't know what else he was causing you know but then he starts deflecting he calls her condescending like blah blah like yeah i know yeah and then uh andy hands sheena a paper and it shows that a motion was filed this morning um to drop the restraining order and we flash to Andy in his previous day's interview with Rachel, who says she really regrets filing the restraining order and that she's having it dropped. Sheena is in tears because obviously it's taken a toll, as Lala tells us. Rachel watches with literally zero emotion from her trailer as Sheena explains the fallout for her. And this, for me, is the point where Rachel proves that she is a psychopath. Yeah, because Sheena had such a visceral, like, emotional reaction to this being dropped and just the yeah. overall experience. And it was, yeah. um, I felt bad for Sheena in that moment because now she's, I mean, maybe it was tears of joy mixed with sadness because now she's, like, wants nothing to do with her friend. Right, and, right. But the fact that Raquel nervously laughed there and was just like, oh, I should have probably oh, yeah. given her oh, a hand Oh, I yeah, it just there's something wrong with her. I stand by that. <laughs> I know she's like, he, 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 I should have written her a personal note, a personal note. Like she's corresponding with her on her monogram stationery. I can't take it. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I just can't. I want a monogram stationery. 
those are cute. I can't. Oh my god. So um, Sheena then at this point she has to leave the stage because it's time because even though it's been dropped it has just been filed that morning so obviously they can't be together. She does have a parting gift for Andy which is going back to his comment I think it was like 10 years ago or something or eight years ago where he said oh you're gonna have an album in the year 2023. And she that good as gold vinyl was cute. I want one. <laughs> I know. It's really cute. And now her song is in my head. Oop, like Uber. <laughs> Uber one is good. Good as gold. Oh my God. I can't. <laughs> so Rachel's coming in at this point. Um, and in the previous day's interview with Rachel, she says she's nervous, but she has to take accountability for her actions. And then Andy asks her how the relationship started. And she says that... We've been friends for a while and Tom has always been in my corner and he rooted for me and has been supportive. And then things got romantic apparently after the girls trip that she went on. And this is the trip where Ariana had to leave and was at home mourning the death of her dog. So that's a great time to start, you know, fucking over your friend. Um, She says that she felt heard and seen by Sandoval which she's never felt, including with James. And Andy asks if she saw a path forward for her and Ariana while all of this was going on. And she says, um, yeah, that she thinks that she did because she was living in her own reality. You know, shit. Yeah, it's called delusion because you thought that Deep fucking illusion. She probably thought that Sandoval was just, that it was all going to be, everybody was going to be cool with the wife swapping or something. I don't know what I mean, she was thinking. come on. Well, yeah, Andy asked them if she and or asked her if she and Tom thought that Ariana was in denial because it seemed that she ignored many of the signs. And it she said that it seemed that way and that she believed everything Tom told her at face value, like surprised. That's what you do when you're in a relationship with someone you think you trust. You exactly. believe what they're telling you. You, you. trust your partner, right. I heard. <laughs> and then I I was happy at this point that Andy said, it seems like you're blaming her. Yeah, he called her out because that's what it felt like. It was very much giving like, oh, it's her fault that I cheated. And that's part of the narrative he's been trying to sell, you know? I know. And his face was just very like, eh, at eh. that point. Yeah. So she claims to be ashamed of all this, sure, Jan. You don't mm. seem ashamed. Uh, and then Andy asks if Tom prepped her, and she more or less says yes. And then we yes. flash to Sheena now in the trailer, and Rachel comes to the stage. Um, Schwartz swallows some Xanax because he claims he's nervous, and everybody <laughs> questions why he's doing that. And then Rachel takes her seat, and the episode ends. And that's the first time Ariana saw her since she heard about the uh-huh. affair. Right. Ariana didn't even look at her. Nope. nope. My ass was clenched. I'm sitting there like, oh my God. I oh my know. God. Oh, I wanted to just summon Jerry Springer and have somebody just beat her ass. I'm just kidding. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, and we don't condone when she came on, he, why did, I mean, obviously, because she's wearing green and Ariana's wearing red. Did you hear him say red light, green light? Sandoval? Yeah, that was very douche. Oh, good Lord. It's going to be a shit show. Now, the promo for part three says, wait until you hear the last five minutes of next week. I, what do we think? It's that let's start. Okay. 
So there's another thing on the podcast. This girl asked her that. And she obviously said she said she doesn't know. She could speculate on what she thinks it is, but she's not sure if that's what it is. And she said the only thing, you know how they said the rumor or whatever, the revelation would make them want to leave the show. Mm -hmm. She said the only thing that could make her leave the show is a safety concern. So I don't, I mean, unless somebody is like secretly revealed as like the West Hollywood, uh, like stalker phantom. I think so. What do we What do we think it is? I don't. I don't know. I told. I. I know. I texted you my theory that I think she's going to admit that they were having an affair years now. Not yeah. that it wasn't seven months. That's I think, the most likely. I feel yeah, like yeah, because there's been rumors that she's pregnant. There's uh-uh. also been. I don't think she's pregnant. Um, but I think that it'll be something like her admitting that it's been years. But um, or since Rachella, yeah. Yeah, because I know LVP, I know last week we speculated that LVP knew and that mm-hmm. that was a big secret, but LVP is a listener, clearly, because she tweeted her innocence an hour after <laughs> yes. we posted the podcast. She heard us. She heard us speculating with our impact. Yeah. So, I, so I was annoyed that she tweeted that an hour after we posted the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, like, I don't, Bitch. yeah, I don't think that's yeah. it, though. Yeah, no, she, yeah. So who knows? I mean, obviously, I'm going to be glued to my chair and I'm going to rearrange yeah. my schedule because I need to know. I know this alleged big reveal is I hate when overhype happens. It better not be something stupid. Um, I mean, they're all stupid, but it better not be like something not juicy. I need oh juice. God. I know. I, I know. need to, do I, to us. I want to like call out sick from work because of shock. Like that's how <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. What did you think know, of the Jersey? True, though. What did you think of the Jersey reunion? Let's touch on that really quickly. Let's do it. Um, I, I thought it was good. Uh, it's okay. I um I know that we've had this conversation many a times in season three, but yeah, Melissa and Teresa go at it again this episode, and the set um, was nuts. The set is Ireland themed <laughs> with know. their faces inserted into portraits from the castle they stayed at. They are so cute. It reminded me of 2019 BravoCon when they had like that wall of fame. Oh and... my god, yes. Oh, I would in the love hammer scene, like in the in the that yes. entryway there, and they had like all they the ha- portraits. You know what breaks my heart is knowing that all those portraits are just somewhere collecting dust because I'm like, I know I would pay they, for those. I'm like, they are just in storage now. Like, where <laughs> are they? Like, these are I so know. cool. So cute. Um, everybody brought it fashion wise. I do agree that I do like their choices. Nobody looked a hot mess. Mm-mm. Um, I did not appreciate Melissa's sparkly hoodie, but I did like her jumpsuit. No, yeah, um, I didn't like the hood. It was a little handmaid's tail for me. It felt like she was entering a boxing ring. I was like, yeah. is she? <laughs> oh, that's a good, yeah, that is, a, I didn't even think about that. I was like, this bitch came ready to box and she has her, she just was missing the, 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 yeah, you know. I did like Teresa's shorter hairstyle. I don't think I've seen her with a shorter Yeah, I did too. I thought it was like, like, I thought it was maybe like put under, but it mm. wasn't. I guess she just took the extensions out for this. Yeah. Uh, we nice. did get to hear from Joe Judice, Joe Judice for the first time in years. Um, yes, we did. Well, just wanted to know a plastic surgery reference. Um, Teresa has this habit. She's done this on the show many times where she mm-hmm. wants somebody to feel her chest so they could like confirm how anxious she is and how nervous yeah, she is. Yeah, what is with that? She, I guess that was she awkward. Wants people, she wants the audience to know that her heart is racing. Like, 
okay. okay. Like, okay, well, there you it go. felt like a weird moment for me between Andy and her. I don't know. I, I, it, I it creeped me it, out a little. A little creepy. Andy did want to know what Melissa and Teresa want to get out of the reunion. Mm-hmm. It's a little ominous that they both said they just want to close the chapter. I'm like, do y'all remember that this is a show where you have to coexist? Like, closing right. chapters means what? Like, what does this mean? Like, right. They bring up the wedding fiasco. Teresa appears a little thrown off that Melissa's just being honest and showing her true feelings. Um, Teresa says, we need to act like Beverly Hills. And Melissa's like, well, you're not Beverly Hills. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. But She's whatever. definitely not. And they talk over each other all the time, which all Teddy confirmed time. also. Exactly. Um, they bring up why Dina, who's an OG of Jersey, did not want to be at the wedding. Teresa says that she did not want to be on camera. Uh, I don't believe that. Let's discuss this. I don't believe that. I do not believe that Dina did not want to be at the wedding because right when that happened, somebody from the show leaked that it was because it was a disagreement between Louie and right. Dina's husband. Yeah. So, and even Andy said she just didn't have to sign a release if she exactly. didn't want to be on camera. It, exactly. So it felt very uh, phony of her to say that. So, yep. um, I don't know. I'm more inclined to believe that Louie is alienating the people that. Teresa has in her life little by little that's what I'm seeing and maybe people that see who he is you know what I'm saying for who he is and so yeah. yeah and then Andy being Andy he turns to Melissa and says well what does Joe Gorga share about the divide between Teresa and Dina right. but Melissa showed maturity and said that well Dina's man does not want to be a part of the show so she's not going to elaborate which I could respect I guess because we're not going to get anywhere yeah. like Dina's not going to come and clarify Dina's not going to elaborate anymore no. so no. it was a good uh strategic move for Melissa to look mature <laughs> agreed <laughs> Um, (laughs) Melissa then says that Louie, which I believe had been begging to be on TV. He knew all along who Teresa was. Um, and then Teresa says that Marge is lying because Marge said that Louie asked about Alexia from Miami out first. I believe it. They're very similar. Mm -hmm. It was. And so when Melissa laughed at that, Teresa tells Melissa that she will be so glad that after this reunion, she's going to be out of her life. And Melissa said, why? Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> Listen, I don't like this feud as much I as the next it. person, but yeah. I, Melissa is coming off very unbothered and like over it. And uh, mm-hmm. as are we, girl. As exactly. Are exactly. We. How much more can uh, she take? Exactly. Well, then they discuss Dolores' love life with Polly. Um, she does say that he's still married, which mm-hmm. is awkward. Yes. Um, it was she was a little uncomfortable with that questioning. They mm-hmm. bring up Danielle and her brother's relationship. She said that she's gonna see her the next day for a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle said that Jersey was his favorite show, so that's a little awkward. Imagine him turning very on the awkward, as and was then- the preview saying, "Oh yeah, I haven't talked to him, but I'm gonna see him tomorrow," making it seem like they had like. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's have lunch. Exactly, like, but it's and for it a was funeral. Because of a funeral. So exactly. thank you, Bravo, again for for leading us on here. Exactly. Um, Andy did tell Margaret that in Ireland her comments to Danielle were below the belt, but Danielle felt that or I'm sorry, that Margaret felt that Danielle flipped on her after she mm-hmm. helped her with her business. I was a little bit of T Marge on that issue because she did make a good point. Like Marge never like came for Danielle. 
Right. And Margaret just sort of reacted to what Danielle was doing. So I do True. see that side. Um, Melissa talks about trying to get to nail Danielle past the season, but Teresa is ever so paranoid and says, you just want allies. It's all about the show. It's all about the show. And I'm like, well, I feel like that's Teresa's projection because Teresa has been very paranoid about everything else. And then she always projects. Yeah. Um, Danielle then, or I'm sorry, Melissa then tells Teresa, isn't that what you're trying to do with Rachel? But Rachel's like, I'm not trying to be her friend. And then <laughs> Margaret tells Teresa that she's just repeating comments from her tree stumps. <laughs> um, listen, that was hilarious. I'm sorry. That was if good. you're, that if, was you're so good. if you're a tree hugger, good for you. But a tree stump was funny, and there it was just funny. I don't care. <laughs> and Teresa's <laughs> like, I'm not a tree stump. She didn't even understand. Like, She's like, look, look how you look. And, and, and Margaret's like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't imagine arguing. I know. Now, Andy, or I'm sorry, Danielle and Rachel get into their boring fight. And then Andy says, well, we are all thinking this is the stupidest fight in such a long time. And it was the best way to get them to shut the hell up. Because as soon as Andy said, this is the dumbest fight. Rachel all of a sudden started complimenting Danielle about being a good mom and wife. <laughs> and Danielle's like, I was looking forward to being your friend. Right. And I'm like, okay, these girls are smart enough to be like, okay, stop. Like, if we mm -hmm. want to be back next season, let's pretend that we like each other. Right. Because next year, it was just, ooh. No. Um, and then we get to the Melissa section. They talk about her house. Teresa gets called out by a viewer for shaming Antonia. Mm -hmm. Teresa. Teresa believes that Rachel asked her about her nieces and nephews to make her look bad. What do you um, think about that? I don't know if it was a setup question. It didn't feel like a setup question at the time. No, um, it's to me either. Because Teresa didn't have to get into details. When Rachel did say on the Sprinter van, how is, you know, are your, are your kids uh -huh. close? Yeah. All she had to say was yes or no. But then. Oh, yeah, they love each other, which they do, I feel like something generic but Teresa is the one that said well Antonia didn't come or like she came for Antonia with their answer you know so she, which if, is I still take issue with that just because yes. I I know I'm the mother of a daughter who used to cheer and and Teresa knows because Adriana does the dance competitions and you're on a team and you cannot miss unless you tell them ahead of time or unless you're violently ill my daughter was violently <laughs> ill and still cheering and then threw up off the stage but like she got up there she did her thing she was six she had to that's the way it works you can't miss exactly and to, so to me it's like even if Rachel was trying to have Teresa take the bait that doesn't mean Teresa had to take the bait you know what I mean exactly so so I don't know. I don't think Rachel was like trying to cause some shit because she didn't know what was going on. I mean, no, I don't think so that, that we know, know she would answer that way. Exactly. And so Teresa and Melissa have both talked about each other in the public forum. Like, so, cause mm -hmm. even Andy brought up the podcast where uh, the Gorga said they helped keep food on the table while Teresa was in jail. So yeah. that's why, I mean, to me in this feud, it just feels like one of those feuds where I don't think one is more right than the other. I think they're both, um, culpable of contributing to this freaking nonsense I agree. because like, even because the fact that we're still in 2023 mm -hmm. talking about the fact of how Teresa got on the show and or Melissa got on the show oh my god and I'm like why are we still talking are we about casting like no. why like 
we have brought this up. the here and now, please. Exactly. We have brought this up over and over and over. Even on Girl Strip season one, Teresa claimed to be over it, but she brings it up every time. She brings it up every time. For me, I, I think they're both have their issues and their problems. I do think that Melissa airs more on the side of being logical and seeing things for what they are. I think Teresa has a very skewed perception of things. And yes, and unfortunately for Melissa, Teresa makes a better reality TV personality because of her delusion. Exactly. And so right. that's where Melissa's uh, loses reality TV points. It doesn't mean she's a bad yep. person. But no. ultimately, there's a lot of red flags with Teresa and Louie. That's all they're talking about. The fact that people are talking about their relationship. Well, we're not talking about anytime we talk about Melissa, we're talking about because of her issues with Teresa. So it's not like Melissa has her own narrative to spill here and that's where the problem lies I don't hate either one of them I think they're both entertaining no not at all right but I think that if like we've been saying Teresa is unfortunately for the people that hate her she does contribute more because of her delusions and her uh, she's a very controversial personality and she yeah so that makes her a better reality TV person Melissa is more chill and rational and Mm -hmm. tries to appease her sister-in-law most of the right. time and right so but it's not going to be a reality tv no like so and i think it, we'd rather see what's coming with Teresa and louie oh yeah i want to see that that's going to be uh, a whole shit you know show that's going to be a shit like it is just yeah uh, we bring up the comment that Jennifer alleged that Margaret said that Melissa can do better than little Joey. <laughs> little um, I don't believe that M- Margaret was trying to meddle. I think yeah. I agree with Melissa because, um, and you know, I've heard about the JLo comparisons about Melissa because people say they physically look alike, like in the face and stuff. And she's yes. a JLo jersey. I've seen that discourse before. Mm-hmm. So I do really great believe Margaret in this case. Um, Andy brings up Laura. The infamous mm-hmm. go- Laura, ghost Laura. Um, <laughs> he did agree with Margaret that she did push for Laura to be added to the cast. Um, and then Margaret made a joke saying, do you guys think I'm an executive of Bravo and I can ha- cast whoever I want? But Jennifer shows her messy side because she admits that she invited Laura to her own premiere party. Right. And I'm just like, oh my God. So you are clearly doing the most here. Right. Um, and then Andy even brings up the same story about how the Gorgas came on the show. We thought Melissa was cute and Joe was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's lasted 10 years because hey, that's all they, yeah. they've been cute and funny since then. Not sure what else they've done. And now the episode ends with Teresa telling Melissa she could not wait to never see her face again. <laughs> Teresa shares that Jacqueline filled her in on the Gorgas hanging out with the person who called the FBI. Mr. Cohen cannot believe that Teresa is now taking Jacqueline's word as gospel after cutting her out of her life. Yeah, Melissa Reed. Me neither. Melissa reminds Teresa that she used to blame Caroline for this shit, but now I guess it's her turn. And I mean, Jacqueline is all of a sudden the like the most reliable source. Come on. At this point, it's like, bro, we're doing this again. It's the same fight again. The most interesting part, though, from the preview next week is that Jennifer admits that she mm-hmm. had already told Melissa the cheating rumor, but yes. she didn't tell Danielle that. 
So when Jennifer tells Danielle about mm-hmm. Melissa, Danielle did not know that Melissa knew. So that's why right. Melissa thought that Danielle was starting some shit. So yeah, I do think that next week we reveal that Danielle finds out that she was essentially set up by Teresa, Teresa and, Jennifer. and Jennifer. Right. That was a little shocking revelation. And then the guys come out and all their yeah, red face. I Laurie. cannot wait to see the guys go at it and we can mm. address the private detective and everything else because- that's a lot. Bo, Bo Deedle. Yeah. Mr. Bo, Bo Deedle. And well, Bo Andy Deedle. was asked about that, about if he thinks that Louie hired um a private investigator. Mm-hmm. And when Andy was asked about that, he said, Well, it's a gray area. He's like, it's almost he compared it to LVP being accused of selling stories. And so he's like, and he goes, Well, LVP says I've never sold the story, but that doesn't mean she's never talked. Told a story. Yeah, she's exactly. never told a story. Right. Oh, that was a good one. That was I a never good sold one. a story, but I may have told, told a story. Oh, well, that's a good tagline. <laughs> okay. I may good. not sell stories. I just know how to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what he said. And he's like, it might be that he didn't pay him, but mm-hmm. maybe who's to say that yeah. he didn't like just didn't do him just, a favor? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which which, you know, which, which is a big violation. And if a coworker is doing some shit like that, because at the end of the day, these people are coworkers, they're on the payroll. Right. Um, that is a bit of a red flag. So that I hope is very creepy and weird. It's creepy. It's weird. And I just, ugh, I, I feel icky because I do believe that Mr. Louis would do that just because it's. Oh, me too. I mean, for God's sakes, do your own investigating like we do. You don't have to hire somebody. And then, yeah, exactly. Like, we do it for free. Hire us. No. Um, but what also was a red flag this week is that Teresa start, advertised her new app on her Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, subscribe here. And then I thought, well, shit, her husband does what Jen Shaw used to do. Lead generation. Oh, so damn. I'm like, this man is out here going to be selling your emails <sighs> if y'all are. Oh, God. <laughs> no prenup. Let's think oh, about no. it. Please, oh, I don't God. I don't want to see her back in jail. As long as she's not in jail again, then, you know, the bar is low. I mean, mm-hmm. the bar is low if the people are hoping the man you marry doesn't send you to jail. Like, let's just... <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean... Oh, my God. The, that's how bad it is. It's like, if all we want is your husband to not send you to jail. That's right. how bad it is. That's all it we is. want. That's, that's all we want. Best wishes you, for you. <laughs> We, I mean, Juicy Joe used to allegedly cheat on her, and she said it wasn't true. But listen, the rumors are not going to stop. I mean, I think I don't know what's worse. If we had to pick what's worse, cheating rumors or illegal activity rumors, I don't know which ones are. I don't know which one illegal activity because I don't want to go to jail. Cheating, (laughs) cheating, I can recover. I'll recover from that. I, I, I don't think I'd survive in jail. I hope she has that same attorney. Me too. I would survive in jail. I'd be, I would have a queue at my door. Oh my no, uh, <laughs> I would be the prison bitch <laughs> right away. I'd be like, Hey boys, she's here. Oh no, my God. Um, no, but I just, I, I hope that she has that same lawyer on retainer and yeah. she's having to review everything because he's still in her life a lot. And he seems like he was at watch what happens live sitting next to Louie <laughs> that night. That's why I'm like, listen, I hope this man just 
watches out for her because she needs a constant well then how did he not advise her to do a prenup at least something in writing it doesn't have to be crazy but something now listen bethany frankel is a know-it-all and she's admitted to being a know-it-all and she talks a lot but even she was telling Teresa to get her prenup and I don't like Bethany, but I like her advice. She's made millions, and I'm like, okay, she, she, has. she has a point. She has a point. She might be annoying sometimes. But Speaking of her, good Lord, she was testing different mayonnaise on her new YouTube channel or whatever, and it was on Instagram. Who the fuck wants to watch anybody eat mayonnaise? That's disgusting. I mean, I like mayo, like, on things or mixed in or whatever, but I'm not going to sit there and just test it. Ew. I just I want to acknowledge I want to acknowledge the <laughs> the platforms that she's been on because she has gone from Bravo to HBO and I saw uh-huh. a tweet so I'm gonna plagiarize I don't remember yeah, the original yeah, creator yeah, I saw that too. I don't remember the original creator but like they said Housewives, Bravo right. to Housewives to HBO the talk show, right. talk show uh-huh. to and now she's Instagram and tick like she is YouTube all over the channel place. I know now she has and she's hustling so good for her but. Oh, and so, but anyway, yeah, now we're just on a board in Connecticut. I think she moved to Connecticut and lost her mind. Oh, exactly. But I I miss her. I'm just kidding. No, um, she did add something. I'm not going to lie. I I loved her on the show. She was always a good narrator on the show. But Mm -hmm. now that she's not been on the show and she acts like she's better than the show, that's when she loses me because it's Mm -hmm. like, girl, no, girl, Uh -uh. but. That made well, her. Leslie, we had a great week. I loved talking to you as we love talking to you do. too. And we next, will be back next week with a lot, a lot, oh God. a lot. We, we might just have to do four episodes because that's what we have. So <laughs> if these boys, uh, we never know what's going to happen in Bravo World. So hopefully nothing else breaks that will have us refocus. But I know this we'll has see. been another episode of east and west y'all we thank you so much for listening and for tweeting me even if you yeah. tweet even if you tweet me that you disagree with me just keep tweeting as long as you're listening oh I like totally you. good with that we are okay <laughs> with disagreements we are not we are not tree huggers and we are not the real housewives of beverly hills mean girl squad we, exactly we are here to give our opinions um and but we, we can also see both sides of everything yeah, and I will just steal Lala's quote to Lisa Vanderpump. That's great. You have an opinion. I reject it. <laughs> exactly. I'm kidding. All right, everybody. Have a good week, and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.